Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show by Michelle Squared, the podcast empowering entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and business brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle B. Griffin. And I'm the other half of Michelle Squared, Michelle J. Raymond. Michelle, how's your week been going? It is going great, Michelle. You know, we're almost at a year, and I can't believe that we've got 52 episodes plus under our belt, right? That's incredible. Do you remember when we first started and we're like, how would we be able to talk about LinkedIn branding? Will we run out of ideas? Do we have enough topics? How can we keep talking about LinkedIn and branding? And we're at a year and we still have so much more to cover. Absolutely. We even wrote a book about it. So if you're just tuning in for the first time, we do have the LinkedIn branding book that is our sister to this podcast. So Michelle, today's going to be a really important topic. I know you usually introduce it. So I'm going to let you let everybody know what this very important topic is today. It is a special topic and it's not going to apply to everybody, but for the people out there that this does apply to, it's one that I think you need to grab a pen and paper and listen to this episode maybe a couple of times because we're talking to those people today that have never created a post on LinkedIn. So if you are sitting there, maybe you're new to LinkedIn, maybe been on LinkedIn for a long time and you fall into that observer category or lurker, or depends what people call themselves. But ultimately, those people, for whatever reason, have not done their first post. We are going to give you a step-by-step what we think you should do to get yourself over that first hurdle. Because I think once you get past the first one, that's the worst one where our worst critics, and I think we'll cover some of that, but ultimately, we want to step you through encourage you, support you, and cheer you on to make your first post. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. This is going to be a lot of people where they may not even consider it, but I'm hoping this episode will help them do that first post. If you've read the book that we wrote or maybe hear me mention it, it took me nine months to really start posting. So if anyone knows this, it is me. So I know right now I'm going to tell you the pain of staying on the sidelines, behind the scene, and stuck is far worse than posting. Trust me on this, right? We're going to help you get out there and start flexing that muscle. It's like building a muscle. Once you get out there, a little bit of a, maybe of a nanosecond, it's movement. You're putting yourself forward. Now, we're not going to tell you to post every single day. We just want to get you started. But before you do, what do we do, Michelle? What do we say before you actually hit post? We're going to set up our foundational brand, I guess, is what you're going to say, because without the foundations, ultimately, you don't have guardrails up. Now, this is where I went wrong when I first started creating content on LinkedIn. To be honest, as always, I just dived in the deep end with the sharks, as we say. And I think it was because I was working for somebody else. So I was what I guess we call an employee creator. So I was working for somebody else. It wasn't even part of my job. My boss didn't care. He didn't even know what I was doing. But for me, I just dived in. And as you know, even with my business, I did the same thing three years ago. And that means you go off track, you wobble, you're not known for one thing. So there's so many things. So let's talk about foundational branding, Michelle, because this is your baby. This is where everything starts. If I haven't posted, what are some things that I need to think about from a foundational branding perspective before? 
all we get on LinkedIn. Yeah, well, that's entirely right. There are people who say, just get on there and talk about what you know. And well, I know a lot of things, Michelle, right? I'm interested in a lot of things, but I want to come out the gate the right way. I want to come out the gate and meet the right people, have the right conversations. And so starting with the guardrails is what I say. You don't have, the, have to have the perfect brand. But who, who are you? Now, we're not the VP of this or this. What are you? What are you known for? What do you want to stand out as? That's how you want to start crafting the narrative. That's a good na- analogy there, but it's also really about the other person. Who are you here to help? Who are you here to solve a problem for, to influence, to educate, to inspire? You can be an employee creator and you can be here to tell them about the industry insights you know or your lessons learned and all those things. So you don't necessarily have to have a business to create. You can make an impact with your message and having a point of view, a difference. I think that's very important, Michelle. And I think not enough people think about these guardrail things that really give them the clarity I think that gives them the courage, then the confidence to start creating. It's kind of funny because I don't remember being fearful of putting content out, but I know very much so when I talk to all of my clients, when I ask them that question, which you just rattled off in amongst others, what do you want to be known for? I'm kind of met with this blank stare, this hold the breath, this Uh uh-oh, panic sets in. I don't know. What do you want me to be known for? Like they're looking at me for guidance and of course I can help. But I think when it's something that you're passionate about and care strongly about, when you think about it, these are things and topics that you're going to be talking about forever. You're going to be known for and that's just, it's not just a one and done. So it's worth spending some time up front. For me, all I wanted to do was good business with good people. That was about the extent of what I did up front. After that, it became LinkedIn trainer and then maybe more specifically company pages. I didn't get it right straight up as we've shared in many episodes and also throughout the LinkedIn branding book. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for all the mistakes that we made, we wouldn't have been able to write the book as well as what it was. And I love that people listen to our stories and can see a little bit of themselves in either one of us or maybe sometimes both of us. So for me, doing those foundational steps, spend some time up front because I guess in hindsight, wish I'd done it. I would get to my destination faster because I would know where I was going. And I was just I'll go this way. I'll go that way. Oh, shiny light. Let's go that way. I love a good distraction. And, you know, LinkedIn's designed to distract us. So um, guardrails. You need your guardrails. You also need when you're learning to ride a bike, most of us try to have some training wheels. So these are just the guardrails that help us give us that balance. And so that we can start moving and not be fearful. But having those questions answered are really high level. Now, as Michelle said, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't need to stick with it forever, but that's going to direct you as we're going to the right people you're going to start conversations with, right? So when you know you want to talk about this, then you will land and connect with those people. And I've said this before, Michelle, on other podcasts, I've said it here, and I believe I said it in the book, that think of LinkedIn as the world's biggest business networking. A post is like your breakout room. Oh, I like this topic. I'm going to go talk to the people in this room. So when you think about it that way, you're just networking with the topics that you know of and you like. And I think that is really going to help you have that courage so it's not so intimidating to start. So we've set up our 
brand foundations. And again, this will evolve over time. So if you don't have it perfect, it's okay. Nothing happens if you don't have it perfect. Now, I'm mentioning the word perfect a few times for my friends like Michelle Griffin, who are perfectionists. So for those people out there, Michelle, what's the message that you have for them when we're working towards our first post? Do not let perfection stop you because you will never get out there. Trust me. Remember, I stayed on the sidelines for nine months. Just don't even know why. But I think perfection, which leads to procrastination, which bubbles up the fear even worse. So I would just get the guardrails. And before, Michelle, you know, I I tell this to my clients, before you really jump on LinkedIn, it really helps you warm up the room. We really need to start going to those posts, those breakout rooms and seeing what it's like in there and then commenting, connecting, liking. That helps you just start making that engine go a little bit faster. And so that's what I would start doing before you post. I do want to make that clear. Would you agree with that? I don't know if we've talked about that agreement. Yeah, look, I think there's always small steps and small steps forward are better than sitting there doing nothing. So quite often we say that commenting is easy or maybe liking someone else's post. Those are the kinds of things. But when we wrote the book, Michelle, and it was kind of funny how we scrapped the first version and came back and we were like, no, we can do better. And we came up with our formula called the brand squared Mm -hmm. system. And it's four steps. And when we were looking at it, And we broke down those first steps. And then what I remember thinking was we could throw out this whole book. And even today, while people are listening to us, we could throw out the whole book because people will never do anything with it because fear will stop them. When we talk about mindsets, we spoke about fears for a good chunk of the first section of the book because what's going to happen? Okay, I've built my brand. Okay, I'm looking out there, seeing what else is going on. And then I'm going to write something and then that fear is going to come in. Now, how many fears did we come up with? It was such a long list. Close to 30, I think. Crazy. 30 fears. So fear of judgment, fear of people laughing at you, fear it's all been said before, fear of sounding dumb. There were so many of them. Being salesy and (laughs) self-promotional and narcissistic. I was talking with a client yesterday and I said, why have you not done your first post? And came back with the answer of, well, I wrote it, then I deleted it. Now, for those of you out there that are listening that can relate to this, because I know it's not the only person on the face of the planet that's done this, it's perfectly normal to feel fear, right? But as Michelle said, if we take these actions, that's where the confidence comes from. If you're sitting there thinking you're the only person on LinkedIn that's scared, uh, sorry, you're in the majority, not the minority. Absolutely. That's why most people don't do it. So we're here to show you that, yes, the fear is so common. So you're going to acknowledge it, but you're going to do it anyway. Otherwise, you're going to stay in that comfort zone. And that's where dreams go to die and opportunities vanish. So you have to get out there. Now, let's talk about some practical ways. You warmed up the feed. And another reason for warming up the feed, you start getting to know people. So they're more likely to come to your post, your breakout room, and give you some conversation and a like and a thing. And that's very inviting. And it's also feels that confidence like, yeah, someone liked it. Now, I think when I put my first post in, it was New Year's Eve and it was a New Year's Eve post. In fact, I'm going to link to my first post in the show comments and the show notes so people can see what I did. Just speak what you know. I think if you overthink the post too, Michelle, then that's when things go awry. Just like your client, probably 
posted and then deleted it. You can't delete your post, right? Because then you're erasing all that work you just tried so hard to do. One of the concerns that came up in that conversation was what kind of content should I put out there? So when you spend some time on LinkedIn, you'll see there's all kinds of people talking about LinkedIn. It's probably the one platform where it's like that perpetuating cycle of talk about LinkedIn, post about LinkedIn, talk about LinkedIn. It just keeps going around. But you'll see all kinds of things where people say carousel posts perform best. The year before it was polls. Sometimes it's text, videos. We should be doing more videos because of AI. That's what will distinguish us. There's so much advice out on the platform. For some, the thought of creating a video is beyond scary. So that's a topic for another day. But what I would encourage people is whatever kind of content you find most simple and you feel most comfortable doing, if it is just text, then just do text. If it is reposting with your thoughts somebody else's post and just adding a few lines onto it, go with that. The most important thing is to get started. This very first one should be whatever is easiest in your mind. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be easiest in my mind or Michelle's mind, but whatever's easiest in yours. This person, it was all about text. And I said, fine, just write text. You don't have to worry about graphics. You don't have to worry about taking photos. You don't have to worry about sourcing video or recording them or subtitles or you know all the other stuff that goes on and on. You don't need equipment. So that we eliminated all of those problems. So yeah, I think a text-based post is probably a really easy place to start. I would say start with a text post. And if I'm thinking back to that post, it was talking about upcoming things for the new year. And I believe I tagged a colleague of mine who had referenced something. So if you don't want to repost something, maybe a friend of yours just posted something good and you maybe speak of that. Like so-and-so sparked this idea and this happened to me. So it doesn't even have to be long, Michelle. It could be short. Sometimes the most impactful posts are very short and just to the point. So keep that in mind as well. Well, here's an easy one. You've just listened to this podcast episode on doing your first post. You could literally link to the podcast episode and do a post saying, I just listened to this and I'm inspired to do my first post. Yay, I've done it. Can be really that simple. It doesn't have to be profound. It doesn't have to be, you know, brilliant thought leadership straight out of the gate. It could be, I listened to the podcast. It was about being brave enough and making my first post. Ta-da, here I am. And you will be surprised at how many people will support you. Please tag us because we'll be first lined up to come and cheer you on. And I hope that we do get tagged in lots of posts from listeners. That's a great thing. You know, and that reminds me, a lot of times I'll see people who are just getting on the platform and they'll say, this is my first LinkedIn post. Tell a little bit about your backstory and why you're suddenly doing it and whatever. Just talk about your story. Always people are drawn to that. And LinkedIn being the platform it is, it's a community building process, people come and flock to you when you say my first LinkedIn post. So that's another way people will welcome you. It's like the welcome wagon. Welcome to LinkedIn. We're so glad you're here. So that's another way. And that really helps you really with that courage because yay, people are out there welcoming me. And we all want to be welcomed, right? The flip side too, I want you to know that when you do your first post, it's not like you're going to go viral and unless you win the LinkedIn lottery, right? That might happen. It takes some time. So like me, I mean, it took me a while to get a little bit of traction, but each little post is momentum forward. And you're not looking at numbers. You're just looking at how I start a conversation with someone. That is your only goal. 
and things just start clicking. So when you say, I'm here to just start conversations, now, Michelle, doesn't that sound a lot less intimidating than I've got to do this and that? In fact, I know this is a topic for another day. I just wish LinkedIn, like Instagram, you could turn off those impressions because I think that's what gets in people's minds. So don't worry about the numbers. Just worry about starting conversations. I think you're absolutely right because you look around and it feels like everybody knows what to do on LinkedIn and they've all got much bigger numbers. And I can tell you the platform turns about 20 soon, depending when this goes live, it might be a couple of weeks time, but essentially 20 years it's been around. Some people have been around the best part of those 20 years. That's why they have bigger numbers. It's not necessarily that they're any better. They might just have been on here longer. So if we're going to kind of recap this and keep it simple, because I want short, actionable steps. So Michelle, we're going to go foundational branding first. So foundational branding, get that set up. If you don't know what that is, buy the LinkedIn branding book. We have a free workbook, which you can download 50 pages, which Michelle made us do. And I'm so glad she did because I did the workbook myself and that will help you build out your brand. So if you were like me, branding meant nothing to you or means nothing to you. The book is what we wrote for other people like me in that same position. You have a resource to go back to. So foundational, we do our brand. What would you recommend next, Michelle? I would start writing that post. After you warmed it up a bit, write the post. I'm going to steal your idea, Michelle. Sorry. Use this idea that you just listened to this podcast and you're writing your first post and these are some takeaways or do a post that says this is my first post. It can't get easier than that. And I guarantee you, tag us, people will welcome you. So many people that you're surrounded by will be excited to know that you're visible and that you're there. You got to remember that it's not just about the post, it's about building your community. And the more that you put out there, the more that you're like a beacon for like-minded people, which when you have a community on LinkedIn, I think that's where the bonuses come from. But without that first piece of content that you can put out, and yes, LinkedIn, you can be successful on LinkedIn without creating content. But I find that same fear that stops you from putting a post out is the same fear that will stop you reaching out to connect with other people in direct messages. So this is why we want you to do your first. We want you to be able and free to take actions on the platform without that fear. And so if there's anything that Michelle and I can do to help you, I don't think that we have actionable tips beyond this this week, Michelle. I think it's more do the post, tag us, and we're going to be on standby, ready to come and support you. We are going to be the Michelle Squared cheer squad for you. Absolutely. Yes. I could say maybe your actionable tip is do not delete that post. Tag us and we're on standby. We really, this is why we wrote the book and we do the show every week because we know what it's like. I know what it's like being on the sidelines for nine months, trust me. But it's the best thing you can ever do for yourself personally and professionally. And we want more of you out there to make a bigger impact. So Michelle, I think this has been a very, very important episode for those that are ready to get out there. We're here cheering you on. So with that being said, until next week, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow, and people to impact. We'll catch you next time. Take care. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in today. More people like you need to be out there on LinkedIn, building their personal and business brands. So we would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can create more impact with the power of two. That's it for this week. 
Till next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.